anyone ever told you you dream too big, that you have too many ideas, that you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enables you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show, dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide, with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMomentsInc.com. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And happy Valentine's Day to all of you. I am very excited about tonight's show. As you know, we have a big week here in the AHA Moments community, a lot going on, so much so that uh, my easing was a little schizophrenic this week, so I apologize to all of you if I was talking too fast, even in writing, but I'm really excited about tonight. We have uh, Sandra Ann Taylor, our New York Times bestselling author from Hay House, and she's going to be speaking about the secrets of attraction, just like I promised. And, you know, she's got tons of books out and her radio show, and she's going to tell you all about that. But her book, Secrets of Attraction, I literally, before the show, I was like, oh, my goodness, I need to have the book in front of me because I've read it, I don't know, 100 times. And um, I had to go into my bed <laughs> and get it out of my bed um, to, to bring it over to my office so I could uh, so I could make sure that I had all my notes and everything for tonight's call. So needless to say, I do um, read this book quite often and uh, an absolute love it and can't wait to share all that with you. But before we get into uh, chatting with Sandra, I want to talk a little bit about housekeeping. I know we just went through a full moon a few days ago and... Uh, and so now we're in a waning moon, so if you feel like your energy is sort of receding a little bit, that's okay. It will come back. And um, and it's really a time right now of, I think, you know, it's, it's interesting because we, we're having winter here on the East Coast, but the, we haven't really had any snow. We've had like a record lack of snow, which is actually quite good. But um, it's... It just, but just because the weather isn't going, you know, crazy right now, it doesn't mean that things aren't sort of, you know, kind of dormant and feeling a little dark in a way. Or so I, either we have a little bit of that going on, it kind of goes in ebbs and flows, or we're like working so much and so hard because we're gearing up for the spring and preparing and all that stuff. So either direction, whatever direction you're on, don't worry about it. If you feel a little. Um, you know, stressy for this week, you know, if you're going through relationship issues, which Valentine's Day always, you know, brings that to the forefront, right? If you're going through anything like that, um, no worries. It'll all it'll all pass and uh, and things are going to be on the upswing. So if you'd like to call in tonight, let me make sure I give you the phone number. It's 347-215-9485. It's 347 215 Eight five and Sandy will be taking calls and and uh, will be answering your questions in the second segment. So uh, definitely want to give a call. And then finally for housekeeping, we on Thursday I just want to remind you that we have our body whispering class with Dr. Dane here, and we have over eleven hundred people registered for the body whispering class. It's not going to be here on the radio show station. It's actually on a, a separate site, and so if you'd like to sign up for that, you can just go to our website under live events, and you can find the sign-up page for that. It does require registration, so that's this thir- coming Thursday. Um, we have, uh, like I said, 1,100 from about 30 countries registered for the for that particular show, so really excited about that, so just put that on your calendar and make sure you get registered so you can get the call-in numbers and all the details. Okay, so I think that's about it for housekeeping. Let me say hi to Ms. Sandra Ann Taylor. Hey, Sandy, how are you? Good. How are you, Mari? I'm great. I am great. Thank you so much for being here tonight. I'm really excited to have you on the call, on the call, well, on the radio. My, it's my pleasure to to have you as my date on Valentine's Day. Uh, I, <laughs> I know. This is the best kind of date, right? Yeah, my husband said, what are, you, what are we going to do tonight? And I said, well, I'm on a radio show. <laughs> 
you're going to have to get dinner by yourself. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much. I feel really honored, and I, I'm not going to go anywhere near your husband anytime soon. I don't want to get beat up. <laughs> Taking his oh, he's away. used to this by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, we have, we've, you and I have been friends for many years, and, and we've talked just so much about relationships. And um, I know you have many books out, but The Secrets of Attraction, um, and you call it The Universal Laws of Love, Sex, and Romance, um, certainly is probably my most dog-eared, underlined, highlighted book. And um, always opens up to the same page on Paradoxical Intent, which I always tell you. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the next segment. But can we let's talk a little bit about what brought you to write this book and and just some of the basic um your basic premise on on relationship and then we can get into what the soulmates are and the twin flames and the past lives and all the other stuff that we <laughs> sure sure well i have to say you know i was a counselor in a private psychological practice for so many years and i just kept dealing with the same relationship issues either people came in and could not attract anybody or they kept attracting the same type of person a commitment phobic or critical person and um when i was in this psychological practice i started studying quantum physics this is like 25 oh longer ago than i like to admit at least 25 let's call it 25 years ago and um and so you know i started saying you know these laws of physics can be applied to the human experience, and um, I started teaching that to my clients, and at the time, this is way before the secret and all that stuff, at the time they said, uh, you know, what? where can I get a book on this, and I couldn't find anything, so, um, although since then I've found some that were written at the turn of the century, early 1900s, but not related to relationships. So that's why I wrote this book, because I had so many people who were longing for love and not knowing that their own um, attitude and perception of themselves was a part of their life force that moved out in front of them, and they needed to change that in order to get the kind of partner they wanted. If you want someone who's going to commit to you, you have to commit to yourself. Yeah. And now, people usually don't do that. People put themselves on the back burner all the time. Oh, absolutely. And you hear, oh, you should be vulnerable, and oh, you should... You should, um, you know, go out and go all out for the person that you love. But that a lot of times leads to abandoning ourselves, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you have to abandon yourself for uh, for a relationship, that relationship dishonors you. And, you, I mean, a relationship should be interdependent. It should not be independent where... You know, or, you know, ships passing in the night, and there's no real intimacy. And it should not be codependent. It should be interdependent, where I rely. I can. I know that I can rely on you to talk about my my deepest fears and desires, and I know that you'll be there at times that I need. And you know the same thing about me. But we don't suck each other dry. Yeah. And so that, there's not like you know, my, my first um, husband used to say, well, in a good relationship, there should be no expectations. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. What? No expectations? Then you're not relating. Of course, we have reasonable expectations, but we can't be, you know, expecting the other person to be everything to us and fulfill every bit of happiness that we need and define us. And that's a big mistake a lot of people, especially women, I hate to stereotype, but a lot of women use their relationships to define themselves. Uh, it's so true. You know, when I'm doing my readings lately, it's interesting, over the last, oh, I don't know, two months or so, two or three months, since the beginning of the new year, I used to get so many questions about money and finances and, um, you know, just career and life purpose. And now it seems like everything is, uh, relationship, relationship, relationship. But usually before the person gets to the relationship question, they ask me about their finances that are falling apart, their their um, you know, their job that's falling apart, they've lost this, they've lost that. And then they finally say, oh, and by the way, am I going to get a relationship? And I say, well, if all that other stuff is kind of churning in your life, 
how do you get a guy or a girl for that matter to have where's the space for that person to come in you know they're not going to come in and make it all better and then you fix your life it's kind of you fix your life and then there's space for them to come in right because that's right you yeah. create the energy um and and the 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 stuff that you're seeking you create the happiness we see we we reverse it we think oh a relationship will make me happy but we have to we have to go the go the right way and do I create my own happiness, and then that attracts a happy relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let, let's start from the beginning then. So, um, I didn't know if I should start. Let, can we, can you talk a little bit about your take on soulmates and twin flames, and 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 do we have this one person that we're supposed to be with, or are there multiple people? Some people say one thing, some people say the other. What's your take on it? My take on it is that um, there's not just one person. I don't believe that there's just one person that is the right person for us. Um, there are could be multiple people, just not at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't want to go that route. But um, you don't want to be a serial monogamist either. But I do feel that um, our resonance can be so great that we can attract um, you know, one person in, in one phase of our life, and I know that um, Gary Zukoff talks about this in The Seat of the Soul, and then as we develop our attraction, um, our life force changes and our attraction changes then. Um, and so um, I feel that there's, there is um, more than one soulmate. I feel like my second husband um, was a soulmate of mine, although I could never have lived with him my whole life. Soulmate does not necessarily mean you're destined to be together for the rest of your life. This is a person that has a great influence on your life. You have made it before in past lives, and you are brought together to work on very deep and important issues, both spiritual and emotional. And um, to me, that's what a soulmate is. And so, uh, you know, my second husband was the one that introduced me to quantum physics, and um, we had a very um, profound relationship right until he passed a few years ago, even though I couldn't stay married to him. And, and But I still consider him a soulmate. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any take on the twin flame and what that means? Cause, or do you think it's the similar thing, or it seems like that? Twin- Some people see that it's a similar, uh, similar thing. Uh, some people call twin flames, and there's a there's a theory that um, over time, a soul that desires to to have more experience in life actually splits into two identities. Um, they can't do enough in one identity in one life, so they actually split. And some people say that that's the explanation for twins, especially identical twins, which I am an identical twin. I don't know if I was in the same consciousness as my twin sister many lifetimes ago. I don't believe it's been I, – I believe we've had separate lifetimes for at least dozens of lives. But um, So some people describe twin flames as one soul split and then coming back together. And it could be in a romantic way. It could be in a um, sibling kind of way. It could be in a friendship kind of way. Um, Other people just use um, the term soulmate and twin flames interchangeably for a romantic meaning. Interesting. Wow. So let's. I know that you're like the queen of past life stuff. You have a new book out on <laughs> on on the past life. Um, what was, what's the name of the newest book? The, pa- the hidden the, power of your past lives. Hidden power the, of, your, the, of your past lives, and the subtitle is revealing your encoded consciousness. We do come back with a a code in our consciousness, and that is, that affects who we attract in this life. Mm. So let's talk about how you think. Can can so it's one thing if you meet somebody and they're your soulmate so you've known them in past lives and and from a from a originating standpoint but do past life past lives affect current behavior within the relationship do you think absolutely absolutely um people come together to repeat patterns people come together to compensate in patterns um I once had a client, and I do um, readings, energy readings, past life readings. All this stuff comes together in one big, 
you know, bundle of this is your energy, this is your consciousness. But I had one client once who um, had a relationship where they, she and her husband were very verbally hostile and each trying to get power over the other one, constantly arguing. And um, looking into their past lives, I could see that they just bounced back from husband to wife and who who had the most power. And they were wow. doing this eternal game of, you know, like I'm the one who decides it now. You have to put the dinner on the table and blah, 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 and all this anger and animosity. And she felt that she was um, brought together with this guy to work it out and help him to release his anger and not be so angry. And they had been together for 17 years, and I'm like, well, is he less angry now that you've been working it out for 17 years? No, no. So sometimes the karma in a deeply seated, repeated emotional um, relationship, whether it's child and parent, lover and spouse, whatever, um, sometimes the karma is to learn how to let go. Learn how to honor yourself and know that um, your choice to honor yourself will be the best thing for this person. You cannot force uh, an enlightenment on another um, soul, even if it's someone you've spent many, many lifetimes um, with. I love the way you say honor yourself because I think that that's something that it it is so quick that and it, I think it's a fine line, and I'm, I'm going to ask like three questions all in one, but it, it's a fine line between um, sort of sacrificing to some extent for your relationship and honoring you as, well, as an individual or honoring you as part of a couple. And can can you talk, what does honor mean? Does it mean like make the other person, I know it doesn't mean make the other person a doormat, but sometimes it's like I want to, I've heard I was actually watching The Real Housewives, and there's this one girl who, like, honors her husband in the most traditional way, and she serves the food, and she cleans the house, and she takes care of the kids, and she, you know, he's the final say in the household and all this, because she feels she's, quote, honoring him and the tradition of the marriage. Is that what you mean? <laughs> because That is not what I mean. <laughs> I, I feel that that is, um, it is not honoring him it is serving him, and if that is what she feels honors her, then it's. I guess it's okay. Right. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't, I feel that the true, deepest meaning of the word honor is that it, does this promote my sense of my self worth, my dignity, the grace in my life, the sense of my power and value. And it should never, it never dishonors another person to honor yourself. It, they may not like it, right? but it doesn't dishonor them. It actually honors them when you speak your truth, when you express your spirit, when you live in your, your highest devotion to yourself, not necessarily dismissing other people, but always making sure that you maintain your dignity, integrity, and um, a sense of your worth. Mm, I like that. So the que- So then when you're, oh, what was my question? Okay. So when you're in a relationship and you're honoring yourself one of the things i've i've heard from men is they don't want you to tell them how you feel all the time because then you know or you can't really you shouldn't say too soon what you want in a relationship or you shouldn't you know you shouldn't show all the feelings because you know use your girlfriends for that but with men you know you, you you can't really say how you fully feel do you do you agree with that or do you think that um this honoring process because i think some people, when they say honor, they sit the guy down and they just start badgering, and there's a difference, right? You know? Oh, absolutely. It does not honor you to go into, you know, the, the Velcro mode. <laughs> call it Velcro mode. Like, stuck and you cannot get me off. Oh, my gosh. I love yeah, that's that. not honoring either because you're not allowing the relationship to process 
at its in, in, in a natural course. You're trying to force it, to manipulate it. And people who usually, usually people who have to sit down, whether they're male or female, within the first few months of the relationship and say, I need to know where you stand. I need to know if we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Usually those people are more in desperation, which is the opposite of honoring. So, no, I don't think that, I mean, yes, you want to be honest about how you feel and um, express it honestly and appropriately, but you don't need to, um, if, if you're feeling desperate and needy to define the relationship and it's very early on, you need to look at your own motivation there because there's, that could be fear-based. And fear-based moves you into desperation and that will push the, the relationship away. Now that's the part. That's a great segue because we're going to go into break. But um, when we come back, I want to talk more about that. Those, those, um, that desperation, the paradoxical intent, all of those laws of attraction that are beyond the basic law of attraction that everybody's heard about. I can't wait to talk to you all about that. So when we come back from the break, we will get to all of that. And if you'd like to call in and ask Sandy a question, you definitely want to talk to Sandy. If you want have any relationship questions whatsoever, so I encourage you to call in at 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. So I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments radio show, and you'll be, well, no, you'll be right back, and so will I. <laughs> See you in a bit. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are. Receive insight on the core issues that need attention and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. 
Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. And I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? Beingyouclass.com. talking with Sandra Ann Taylor tonight about relationships and all about the laws of attraction and relationships and all kinds of other things <laughs> that have to do with relationships. And Sandy, I wanted to, I know on the break we were just talking about this and I wanted to share it with everybody. Um, can we talk about what you you and I always talk about offline, which is this, the various um, versions of the law of attraction, or I guess they're the subcategories like the resonance and the harmony and all those things that um, that our energy projects because one of the things that I know you and I have have often talked about is, or I know I've experienced and I'm sure folks listening and have experienced it as well is I can be like thinking about the person or saying okay that's it I'm detaching and then all of a sudden that person starts responding and I haven't talked to them I haven't sent a text message I haven't done anything but all of a sudden there's a, a, a total crescendo a total shift in the behavior, you'll get a phone call out of nowhere. What is that all about? Because you release it, you mean? Well, because... When you release it? I guess I asked two questions. Sorry, I'm being confusing right now. I asked two questions. One, I guess the first thing is, um, yes, when you, when you, it seems like when you release something or or a person, even if you're in the, it, I'm not talking about releasing a person once you've broken up. I'm talking about you're in a relationship or you're in the beginnings of something. And you're getting all excited and you're all you, you feel all that intensity and then it seems to like slow down and then as soon as you say, Okay, you know what, either I give up or I'm I'm over it or 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 not even that far, like, you know, you just say, Okay, you know what, I'm just gonna let this go for now. All of a sudden it mm-hmm. turns the other way. Can we talk about how even though you don't do a physical action, just that change of mindset can create a different behavior in a person? It does. It's amazing. That is a consequence of the law of paradoxical intent, which says that the the more desperate you are to achieve a certain goal, even if that goal is a relationship, um, the more it pushes it away. And, and the consequence of it is the more that you let it go and trust and live in the happiness that you create, the more that you attract the intention that you had in mind in the first place. So a lot of people, and I've been a counselor and I do coaching now, and a lot, a lot of people have told me the same thing. I was desperate for this guy, and I have cases in my book, Secrets of Attraction, in all my books, um, whether it was about business or relationships, um, where you let it go and you really say, just I'm just going to live in the joy that I create and just not think about it, and then the person calls you or you get a, a call from the, the place where you had the job interview because you have put the intention out there and you've withdrawn your desperation. Your intention nope. is still out there, but you're you're living a life of resonant happiness, and then the universe responds to that. What do you mean by resonant happiness? What is that resonance that you're referring to? Okay, so when I'm in desperation, I'm miserable over something, Right. <laughs> Am I yeah, right? Yeah, when yeah. we're desperate for one, I don't care what it is, 
the, the, the very thing I think will make me happy is making me miserable. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm so needy for it. I just think I can't live without it. I can't be happy without it. So by letting it go, I am no longer in that misery state, and I'm no longer concluding that I can't live without it. I'm saying I am just going to live my life and create the best day possible, and that is a resonance of happiness, a resonance of trust, patience, self-actualization, and that's what the universe responds to. But see, we've already put our intention out there. I want this guy or I want this publisher, I want this job, and I'm desperate, desperate, and I'm desperate, and then I rein in the desperation. The, the intention is still out there. And when we then come back to ourselves, come back to our spirit and know that I have the power to let this go and just be in a place of peace and um, positive expectation and just serenity and optimism, then that's when everything can shift. And like you said, it can shift instantaneously. The moment you let it go, you could get a call. Yeah. yeah. And, and let's talk about, you know, one of the things that that brought up in my head as I was listening to you was forgiveness. So I think a lot of times, especially when people are in relationships, um, and the person does something, one person does something that hurts the other person, and they're doing it for whatever reason. At what point do you know that you should take it as a, you know, like a forgive and a forget thing, or whether, well, how do I say? Or you should say, take it as a red flag that this person is, that, you know, something's wrong. Like, is there a an energetic knowing, like how you know the difference between, because this is something that I hear often is like, you know, is it because you just look for the volume of things that the person is doing to know, like this is not the right thing, or is it, you know, are they responding well, it's the intensity and frequency, um, but yes, if 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 my co- my husband comes home and he's agitated, had a bad day at work, and he's snarling at me, and it's the occasional time, and and he, you know, and he notices and says, "I'm sorry, I'm I'm just agitated at the end of the day or whatever," that is something that you forgive. However, if there is a high frequency and a high intensity of a certain behavior that dishonors you. That is a major red flag. Now, remember the definition. Love is not how you feel about the other person. Love is how you feel about yourself when you're with the other person. And that means if I'm with another person and I am not feeling happy with myself, I am not happy with who I am and how I'm being treated, that is a red flag. Mm, Okay. Perfect. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to take, I know we have a caller waiting, so I'm going to take that call in a second. I just want to say if you want to call in at 347-215-9485, 347-215-9485. So we have uh, Jay in Canada. Hi, Jay. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Just groovy. How can we help you tonight? <laughs> just listening to your show. It's really, really interesting. That, uh, it's all coming out on the February 14th, day, Valentine's Day. But, um, and it's, it's interesting. I've been actually uh, uh, speaking of relationships. I have a kind of like interesting relationship. Um, really good on paper and things like that. Um, for example, astrology-wise, Chinese astrology and numerology, and some coincidences keep coming up, which is really interesting. <laughs> um, but the, when those things come up, it kind of red flags me. Of it's interesting how the journey is for the when you when you um, we were talking about. You know, uh, looking for manifesting a relationship. So, well, this one's been in work since about 2008, <laughs> and uh, finally is here. Now it's you know just kind of blossoming now, right now. So, just my question is that how do you know when is the time it's it's time for it to blossom and when it when it's time to just uh, not push it. Well, I have to say, Jay, that when I get into your energy, I feel that um, this is, I, I kind of see you on a seesaw, and I feel this has been a back-and-forth kind of thing, and you use the word interesting, I think, as a euphemism 
mm. for, you know, possible difficulties, <laughs> challenges, let's say. And um, I, I, when I get into the, this relationship energy, I do feel that there is definitely karmic energy here. And this person, um, uh, it, I get when I get in, in this person's energy, I feel a, a little bit out of balance and not knowing what I want, and therefore unable to communicate what I want. And so you've been very patient, haven't you? Yeah, for about mm-hmm. 400 years. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, indeed. And as you say that, I do see you with um, some sort of castle in the background, and you're you're like doing some things with the wheat thing. I don't know what the sickle, no, no, I don't know what it is. You're right about that because I saw, yes. thought about that. I said, I'm talking across the moat, and I'm yep. looking at myself as I'm going, like, oh, you're right about that. You're very right about that. Yeah. I saw it instantly, honey. And you have had you've had many relationships where with this person where it's been out of balance, where there's been two different types of energies. Maybe he was. Uh, I mean, or maybe this person was a noble person, or uh, it was definitely he in a past life, and maybe you were um, somebody like a worker. That you have had lifetime after lifetime after lifetime where things didn't quite match, and you have been patient. And this is the term. This is where we get the term star-crossed lovers. It's not mm. that the astrology doesn't match. Your astrology can match. But when we have lifetime after lifetime where the elements don't match for us to come in together, then um, that's a star-crossed lover. So mm-hmm. what I have to say to you, honey, is that this relationship, um, as I go down the road here, there's still some time that you have to wait. As I go down the road here, you will have to make a decision. I feel an emotional intimacy, um, but I feel that there is some information that is hidden to you at this point in time, and I am actually, um, okay, I'm I'm looking across the sea here, and I don't know whether um, I'm kind of considering different options. So I just I'm not saying it's the wrong relationship for you. I do say that there's some karma that needs to be worked out, but I feel that um at some point in time you're going to have to to you know make the decision as to whether you want to continue to be patient. I do feel a tenderness in this relationship though, and that what is what has kept you patient is it not? Oh, for sure. Because you know yeah. what's really interesting. You know what the reason why I say it's interesting, Rana, or kind of weird, is that um, the person is oriental like I am. His, his, my name is Jay. His name is Ray, and he's the same sign as I am, Aries. <laughs> oh, okay, Aries. Yeah, that's why I say it's interesting. Yes, it is very interesting, and I have to say, um, as I said. This has been a, uh, an important relationship for you, but I, I need to, to be honest. I think he needs to be more open about his communication, honey. And um, I feel that um, he's just not clear of where he stands, and so he can't communicate it to you. So let's try and talk a little more. Let's try and um, look at where we stand and where we want to go with this relationship and just be honest it's been since 2008 uh well hasn't well i've been been actually on paper manifesting since 2008 i just met her just recently in october of this year or last year so and we had some heavy duty talks already so it was interesting and you're you're right about the karmic stuff i i know what you're saying but uh his uh the person is is um divorced and um the X is named Ray, and my name is Jay. So I'm just wondering, okay. you know, what the missing piece. I, there's a missing piece somewhere. So, but uh, you're right about lots of stuff on it. Thanks. Okay, honey. Um, definitely talk. Continue. Keep the commun- lines of communication open. Um, I, I, I all of a sudden just saw um, like spring flowers, crocuses, uh, forsythia, um, a lot of spring flowers. So. Something is going to develop here in the next few months as the spring rolls around. 
keep the lines of communication open and um, you'll be ready for whatever develops there. There is definitely a great intimacy from past lives. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So thank you. Thank you. Okay. Have a great night. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Okay, so, Sandy, we just got to our next break, but we have some other callers waiting on the line. So if you're waiting um, to ask your question, please hold the line, and once we get on the other side of the break, we'll be happy to take your call. If you haven't called in yet, get your courage up and give us a call, 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485. And uh, let's see. Uh, I guess we'll be right back. There you go. That's it. We'll be right back. Talk to you in a bit. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Intuitive Living Cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. And I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beingyouclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beingyouclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? beingyouclass.com. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by the Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides, who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are 
receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the Work with Mari tab to get all of the details. There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. You're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. And tonight we are speaking with Sandra Ann Taylor all about relationships. And uh, we have another caller on the line. If you'd like to call in, it's 347-215-9485. So let's take this next caller and then, Sandy, we can get into some more stuff before the show wraps, which I can't believe we're getting. We're already in the third segment. Uh, Betsy, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks for calling in. What's your question? Um, okay, so my question is kind of strange, but um, I have this uh, weird, as I've looked back on it, um, thing where I've attracted guys that don't want uh, necessarily others to know that we're together, and like it has to be this big secret thing, and I can't help but figure out it has to be something from a past life where I had to like keep something a secret or keep something hidden. I just don't know if you maybe have any insight on that. I've been single for a little while, and quite frankly, I don't even know where to go at this point. Okay, honey. Um, there, Betsy, there are two reasons. Yes, I see two patterns in past life, and um, one of them is that you were um, – uh, okay, so you were a mistress of um, – Okay, I'm getting a priest or a cardinal, and um, it was at a time that was a little later in time. There was a time where it was very prominent to be. Cardinals and priests had even had villas set up for their mistresses. It was not a big deal. But it was at a later time when it was more of an issue for the church, and um, you had to be hidden away, and you felt a great deal of shame about that, and you encoded that shame in your consciousness. And so the and and there's also an expectation of needing to be hidden away. So you're attracting that um kind of person whether they're married or they're committed to something else or there there's some reason why they they feel that they have to hide you. It's a, a reflection of your encoded consciousness of expecting the need to be hidden and also the shame of that past life. I also have to tell you that in this present life, part of this um, need to be hidden is a, a, a tendency to attract men that have a fear of real commitment. If a man wants to really commit to you, then he will be open and honest and like want you to meet all their his friends and that type of thing. So you're you're also and this is based in past life, but it's also based in a present um, pattern that you have of um, your uh, and I feel like there's self-imposed demands, um, self dismissal, self criticism going on, and a, a refusal. It's like I said at the beginning of the show: if you don't commit to yourself, you won't attract uh, men who are willing to commit to you. You need to, honey, and that you've got a spirit with you. It's a an, um, a beautiful angel with um, ro- uh, it's rose-colored wings, and that, when I see that, I do see the potential of love there, but um, first you have to make a commitment to seeing your value, the truth of your your dignity and your worth. You would be an asset in any relationship, yet when you look in the mirror, honey, you do not see that. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You deserve to love yourself. You deserve your own high regard, and when you get that, when you see how beautifully valuable you are to this world, you will attract the the man who is willing to commit and willing to have an open and honest relationship with you. 
Make affirmation and self-love your highest intention right now. Okay. Thank you Great very advice. much. Well, thank you, Betsy, for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Hang in there. You know, it's interesting because whenever I hear someone start to cry, I always know it's like the breakdown be- right before the breakthrough, right? You know, That's it's kind right. of like it that is. releasing of the tension and that relief. That relief a lot of times comes up as tears and feeling a little choked up, but it's that sense of relief that's just beautiful. What a gift that is. A real gift. So I would love if Betsy's still on the line, no, I'd love to send her a copy of the Secrets of Attraction, but uh, yeah, we can we can uh, we can get her address. We can get her address. Okay. Um, okay. So let's. I, we have a few minutes left, and I want to make sure that people know uh, what you're what you're up to and what what's going on in in the world of Sandra Ann Taylor. I know you're on Hay House Radio on what on Mondays. I am on Hay House Radio on Mondays at one o'clock. They just go to HayHouseRadio.com and click Listen Now. And it's also in the archives, and I do um, every session I do, every show I do a little bit of um, topic and some uh, oftentimes a meditation and um, a lot of reading. So uh, they can go to hayhouseradio.com at 1 o'clock, and they can also check it in the archives. And also for the month of February, in honor of Valentine's Day, on my Facebook page, at, that's Facebook slash Sandra Ann with an E, A-N-N-E, Taylor. I'm doing a mini course on love where I'm talking about the various issues, the qualities of love, the resonance that you want to project and that type of thing and giving affirmations that people can use. And um, whenever I do a special theme on my Facebook page at the end of the month or that, that theme, I always do a drawing. So I'm going to be giving two people who put in a like or put in their comment or whatever um, I'm going to give, be giving two copies of my Act to Attract 9 CD audio course that also has in the meditation CD of Attracting Love and Affirmations for Attracting Love. So they can check that out at Facebook slash Sandra Ann with an E, Taylor. Oh, great. That sounds really good. I want that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> me first, me first. Uh-huh. Whatever you like your page, okay, that's no problem. I'll do that. <laughs> so, I actually, um, I actually had an email question I wanted to to get to you as well because uh, this gal had written in, oh, about two weeks ago when she saw me announce your, um, uh, what do you call it, to announce uh, when I announced your show was going to be on on the air. So. She says, I have a friend who has been like a sister whose behavior over the last couple of years has been more and more hurtful. I've tried to express how her actions make me feel, but she doesn't want to take any responsibility, so I'm ending the friendship. I'm getting stuck here. How can I embrace her as a soul who deserves love like anyone else without actually allowing her to make me miserable? Well, this is true in any relationship, friend or any kind of relationship. When you voice um, your discontent about being treated wrongly, being mistreated, um, you uh, if the person is unwilling to own that and unwilling to change, you have to make the honoring choice. It is not... It's not that we want to fault other people and make them wrong. It just we want to make people and ourselves responsible for maintaining the dignity and honor in all of our lives. And it does not help them to maintain a relationship and constantly be criticized. What it does is tell the universe, send me more critical people. Look at what I accept from other people. Just keep on sending them my way. We can't do that. And when I get, I don't know this person's name, but when I get into your energy, honey, I see a lot of new people coming your way that will resonate with your new attitude of insisting on self-respect and insisting on being respected. This is a very difficult situation to be in, but the universe challenges us. Are you ready to sacrifice and take risks in order to show us, the universe, everyone in it, all of us together, that you see yourself as a deserving and valuable human being. And when you're willing to take that risk, 
then you get responses in the form of like energy returning to you. I think that's really powerful because when, um, and I've noticed it too, there and with myself and with clients, as you're making a major change and you start to shift inside, it does get a little lonely, right? Like you, people start to drop out of your life before even the new ones come in. That's right. And or they get even more hostile. Have you noticed that? People oh, yeah. who change their resonance, the people around them get more hostile. Like you, you know, wh- wh- who is this person now that's you know standing up for themselves and speaking their truth and you know prioritizing themselves? They get hostile, and so that you know, and then people have fear of confrontation, and it then can set you right back to square one. But if if you keep taking the risk, you will find it. Go through the loneliness, you will find a new whole new set of souls that are just going to embrace you. Yeah. Yeah, and then they and when they do come, it's the quality of person is just so phenomenally different. I that that's one thing I definitely noticed as well in my own life. So, I know Sandy we had talked on the break about what it actually what we should look for in a healthy relationship. So, can we talk a little bit about that before we finish for tonight? Sure. Um, any healthy relationship has to have at least three things. The first is respect. Each party has to respect the other person for who they are, um, not just like, oh, I respect you if you're a size zero and after we get married, if you gain weight, I don't respect you anymore. <laughs> so respect is, you know, for the nature, for the, the quintessential nature of each person is absolutely necessary. If you don't have respect, then it's more of a relationship of servitude. The next is reciprocity. Each person must feel that the other person, there's an equal give and take. Now, it's not equal in like I do the exact same amount of housework and we each pay the exact same amount of money. It's a sense of reciprocity. I do this and you do this. And we're both present. We're both initiating. We're both encouraging. So respect reciprocity, and real communication. That's the third one. I'm calling the three R's. Real communication is not just talking about what we're having for dinner or where we're going for vacation. Real communication is talking about how I feel, what I need, what I fear, what I desire. And this evolves as the relationship evolves. Like we said earlier, you don't just jump into that. You peel off layers of truths and and revelations about each other. These three ingredients are absolutely necessary. And I want all your listeners to know, if you are missing any one of these ingredients, or all, or two, or whatever, (laughs) you do not have a relationship, you have a habit. Interesting. You have to respect and have reciprocity and really communicate to really relate. Wow. That's really powerful. I love that. Relationship versus a habit. Hmm. How is it a habit? Well, people stay together even though they're not respected. And they they think they're in a relationship, but they're not relating. They're like two people living under the same roof. And, you know, one person is being criticized and doing all the laundry or whatever, or the other person is, you know, there's no communication. You have to communicate to relate. Relationship is relating. It means expression, hearing, um, feeling, understanding having an awareness of and a consciousness of the other person as well as a caring for and affection for. Mm. If you don't relate in these ways, then you're just like, okay, I'm going home and here's the person I've been going home to for 25 years. And there's no, you know, you may watch TV together, you may have the, order the pizza together. That's not a relationship. Got it. Wow, what an amazing distinction. What a great note to end on, too, because believe it or not, we're at the end of the show. I can't believe it. That went really, really fast. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on your Valentine's Day, Miss Sandra. <laughs> oh, thank you, Miss Mari. It's always my pleasure. I uh, and, and we'll see you on the Telesummit, too. You guys, um, Sandy Ann Taylor is going to be with us again on our next Telesummit, which starts April 22nd. I think you're on April 23rd. And uh, so you'll be hearing more about that. Make sure you go to the blog to find out all the details and make sure you sign up for our list, and then you'll find out all the details of all the different things coming up. And, Sandra, um, we have like 20 seconds, but where can they get your book, Secrets of Attraction? 
They can get it at all the bookstores or Amazon, and they can also go to my website, sandrataylor.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We are signing off tonight, and just remember, as I always say, you truly can have exactly what you want, and you absolutely deserve it, too. See you next week, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.
दादू 